Coming to you live from Central Vietnam, it's the Traveling Dukes Podcast! Talking to like recording a podcast. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's coming out on Christmas Day, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. And welcome to the Traveling Dukes episode, Pretty uh, falling apart there, uh, Christmas decorations, boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, if you observe, if I reach out for one of the branches, it, I think it will just come straight off. Yep, there we go. No effort at all. Um, this thing has fallen apart. It's a pea tree, though. No one's ever had a pea tree. No one's ever decorated a pea tree in the house for Christmas. I do, however, love the decoration on the microphone. You can probably see right there. Thank like, you. Got a little Santa Claus bauble, whatever yeah. that thing is. He's doing all right. We got yeah. some balloons floating around somewhere. Well, yeah, so Merry Christmas from Vietnam, everybody. We're uh, living it up. This is actually before Christmas. A little uh, movie magic is going on right here. I think tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Yeah, tomorrow's Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, it is. Christmas yeah. Eve Two hours tomorrow. for us, yeah. Wow. Time hey, is hey, Cheers to Christmas, guys. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Traveling yeah. Dukes. Yeah. yeah. Today we're drinking the, only the finest for the Traveling Dukes, ISC Whiskey, special quality. International Spirits Corporation. Jesus. From France? From France? Like, ugh. Who drinks French whiskey? It's not the best uh, whiskey in the world. No. And Simon is And this is definitely not the best introduction to a podcast. No, this is pretty dog. uh, dog Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Mm, I don't get one, do I not? Um, If you want one. No, it's all right. I'll go with it. I mean, this is just, yeah. This is uncomfortable. This is like, ugh. Give it to Tom, then. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so let's stop messing around, everybody. Let's get into some of our topics for today. Ooh, God, can't talk. Uh, so our first topic for today is no Santa for Hubei. I was about Hubei? to say I hope the topics are Christmassy, and if the only topic you've got me is how no, there's no Chris, the Christmas is banned in Hubei. 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 Santa Hubei. Uh, <laughs> is that a is that a beach town? No, Hebei is a province. Oh. It's one of the oh, northern province. provinces. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's a city it's a, called uh, Longfang. Is it a city or a province, Kurt? Well, it's a city in Hebei right. called Longfang, and it's banned Christmas. Yeah, this is itchy. Yeah, no, I'm not liking it either. Yeah. But I'll, 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 banned I'll Christmas, Kurt. How dare they? How dare they? All right, restricting businesses from selling Christmas trees, displaying Christmas lights. Hosting outdoor performances or promoting holiday themed sales. Uh, all according to the Global Times, our How favorite dare newspaper. They? I mean, right that is something. I mean, what are we what are we gonna do for these Chinese people? They just want they just want a little Christmas cheer. You know, I it's it's so interesting. Um, China has a way of censoring a lot of things. I mean, the Great China Firewall uh, means that uh, what what percentage of the internet is censored? Almost like ninety. Yeah, it's crazy. almost ninety percent of the internet, which is disgusting. But they've, they've now started locking down on, on foreign holidays, on Western holidays. And interestingly, last year I was working at a school in Guilin, China, southern China. And at the school, so, so I, I, one day I went in one morning and I went through all, six of the different classes, all different grades. And we put up Christmas trees in all the classes. We put up decorations. We sung songs. It was a very merry morning on like maybe December 20th. I remember this, yeah. Yeah, and then I get back after lunch 
and the school has taken down every single decoration across all the classrooms. And their, their reasoning is, there is new government policy that we must focus more on Chinese holidays. Ow. Have you, I don't know if you know anything about Chinese holidays, listeners, but they are boring. They're boring. <laughs> their best holidays is sit around and eat mooncakes. Oh, maybe like watch some boat racing. They don't know how to celebrate holidays. That's mostly Baijo and firecrackers yeah. for most of the holidays. The New Year is a good one because it's like two that's weeks off. No, that's, that's good. Right. good yeah. Yeah. No, I mean to be fair, I can relate a little bit. I mean, we don't celebrate Diwali or Eid or anything like that. So mm. you know, but we don't also put restrictions on how people can celebrate. Well, no, I think festivals. like Indian celebrations are the best. Well, like, yeah, they, they got some insane parties. Like weddings go on for a week. Yeah, that's true. It's wild. Yeah. So all right. So this city called Longfang, right, is try- is entering into this, like, national thing in China called the National Civilized Cities Competition. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh. What a title, right? National Civilized <laughs> Cities. Uh, yeah. What a good robot city. Yeah, it's a competition held every four years. Wow. And, yeah, so Who's they're... Who's the tr- judge? I, some, somebody in Beijing, Communism basically. <laughs> so they've, the, that's why they're banning all of this stuff. Apparently, they've also banned Santa Claus costumes, oh. uh, oh Chinese God. Christmas apples, which I didn't even know was a thing. Bobbing apples? Uh, they said Chinese <laughs> Christmas apples. I don't, I don't know what that means, really. Christmas is dead! <laughs> yeah, Somebody's got to save Santa. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, China's like like the home of all of like Christmas decorations in the whole world. There's actually like whole cities mm. that like produce like a hundred percent of every single Christmas yeah. decoration. That's always the funny thing with China. It's like you can be going through a city and they've never heard of something that they're the mass producer of. Like yeah. it's made in China, but they the Chinese don't actually see it. Sometimes it's just shipped straight out. It's a it's a weird concept. Yeah, there yeah. is all year round Christmas decoration shops in China, right? I think I saw a few in a few cities. Maybe. Weird. Yeah, well, I mean, it's becoming more of a commercialized like consumer economy. And until like, now, well, well, you know, in, in one place. Let's hope it doesn't spread. For God's sake. Well, I mean, last year, so last year, the Communist Youth League at Shenyang Pharmaceutical University in Northwest China announced a ban on Christmas mm. celebrations mm. in order to combat corrosive influence of Western culture. Cool. Ooh, corrosive wow. influence? Corrosive. I mean, yeah. Christmas is a corrosive. time when you all come together, you spread love, you join your family, you have a nice time. Well, it's all that evil uh, capitalist money. Sounds very money, corrosive you know? to me. Oh, you know, boy. it's all that evil consumerism, you know? Oh, boy. Yeah. Ex- I don't well, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah <laughs> a very delightful story to start what off a Christmas beautiful, podcast. What a beautiful set, uh, story right. to set the scene. Yeah, well, you know, it's <laughs> Have you got a better a Christmas dis- story for us? Uh, we're not going any more Christmas right, for right now. This is being released on Christmas Day, right? It's fine. It's fine. How, all right, so... How about very quickly the uh, gender-neutral Santa? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, um, is that any more less depressing? Really? Well, I'm, I'm not saying it's less depressing. The UK I mean. is having a big debate as to whether Santa should be dubbed either... Female or gender neutral, and is it just the UK? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, no. Okay, I've seen a lot of posts from but the BBC, the UK, yeah. um, but no, I imagine it's probably around America and stuff. But they okay. they did a poll at the BBC, and it was something like the the headline was that twenty percent of people think that Santa should be gender neutral, but then the study or the survey only covered like a thousand people, and ah. it's like that's just not enough to make those kind of blunt headlines. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Like, Santa was based off 
a real Same person. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, people, but uh, the Turkish guy, St. Nicholas or whatever, <laughs> did not was not a transsexual. Besides, you know, there's, there's always been... Um, what do, you, what do you call Father Christmas's wife? Mrs. Claus? Yeah, Mrs. Claus. I yeah. mean, she bakes good gingerbread, I think. Yeah, Mrs. Claus is, is awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure if I, Father I Christmas was sick, she'd take a, take a shift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pour myself a drink before we start the next segment. All right, yeah, what, what, what are we drinking tonight, Kurt? Uh, we've already introduced it. Already done that, but it's all good. <laughs> it's, uh, well, actually, it's not all good. It tastes like shit. All right, so <laughs> let's get into our next topic of the day is... Uh, Korean, uh, South Korea is going to be sending boosters behind bars. Now, I don't know if you know what that term means there, Simon. Mm, boosters. I can see a picture of Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Ooh, okay. clickbait what's, what's, what's central. <laughs> All right. So. Well, hashtag Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. We talk about what the kids are into. All right. So, <laughs> boosting is where you falsely level up your character by either playing against someone who's like purposely losing or getting someone really good to play as your character yeah. to like level up, right? right. So the Korea is going to be sending boosters to prison. What? Yeah, because esports is such a huge thing there. In prison. Yeah, you could face either uh, I think it's <laughs> let's say 2 years in prison yeah. or $18,000 fine. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is virtual. This wait, is wait, 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 wait. So people, people who are b- boosting are being sent to prison? Or? They just passed this law. That so if you boost, or if you're like a booster... If you're, you're caught boosting, yeah, oh, you could go to prison in well, South that's Korea. That's a bit weird. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, I mean have you ever boosted or, or boosted somebody else? Um, no, I've never done that in, per se. My best example I give is like, um, do you know what a KD is? No. A KD is your kill to death ratio on the game. So if I'm playing Halo and I have a game where I die like ten times, but I don't, but I maybe only get one kill, I don't want my overall KD to go down. So I'll play a booster game where I play a game I know I'm really good at to get my kills back up. You know. Right. That's that's like a. But to get sent to prison, yeah, this is gotta be illegal. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, have you paid attention to like all the StarCraft stuff that's going on in South Korea? Like, what, what are they, they got these massive like gaming conventions there where there's like winners and cups and stuff right. like that. Right, I mean, I mean, it's the, big money. Though the money is insane. There's people, um, there's people in uh, a lot of Asian countries, mostly like Japan and Korea, who like they play things like StarCraft. Um, Another good example is uh, Dota. Yeah, yeah. Dota. Uh, yeah, there's some huge money with Dota, and I like a lot of those. Um, a lot of those games. Yeah, people are playing for like million dollar cash pools. Like in America, um, the Halo tournament cash pool last year was a million dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm understanding it a bit more now. If there's a million dollars at stake, or if there's a lot of prize money, then surely that's the reason why things like boosting become illegal. Because exactly. It, it enhances your chances to win big money. To get but, into but, the tournament. Does it? At I mean, least, yeah. Right? But what's the point if you're going to get boosted and then you get into the tournament, you've not got the ability to win the tournament because you were boosted to get in. That, that's back. Well, that's, that's only if you were found out, right? Well. That's why this law is becoming. Yeah, but then you have to enter the tournament, and you yourself have to play. So if you're not good enough to get into the tournament, you're not going to be good enough to right. win. Right. Good point. Yeah, but there might good be point. like okay. second or third cash prizes, right? I like, mean, yeah, maybe. If you're playing for a million dollar cash pool, so like with Halo, you got to play for your region, you got to play for your country, you got to play worldwide, and yeah. you've played hundreds of games by that point. Right. Like yeah, it's, it's not going to matter if you get boosted into into the, into the qualifiers. Yeah, I really. 
didn't see the point of making it illegal. Once again, some government is making something illegal for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I've never even like played Fortnite. I have it on my Xbox. I just haven't played it yet. No. But like, it it looks like a pretty good game. But in my opinion, most gamers of this kind of stuff, at least, are under eighteen, maybe under sixteen. What's the law for people of oh yeah, juveniles? If these people are boosting and they just don't know that they're being illegal. They can't spend two years in prison. No, definitely not. Sounds 15 to me like they're shooting heroin. <laughs> yeah, really. You want a quick boost? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two years though. Two years in federal prison in what? South Korea? North Korea? South Korea. Well, yeah. no, well they don't have video Korea. games in North they Korea. They don't, they don't, <laughs> don't have internet in North Korea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So yeah. So that's pretty weird. Uh, mm. So let's get into our main topic of today. Is it about Fortnite too? No, it is not. It is about uh, Chinese black hats. Whoa, okay. Oh, okay. All okay. right. It's tinsel, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was horrendous. So it was it was terrible. Carry on. Chinese black hats. Chinese black hats. So last time do you, does anybody hats? know what do you guys know what the term black hat means? No. Uh, Alright, so there are white hats and there are black hats. That, that, that sounds like not racist. Profiling <laughs> Uh, it actually dates back to uh, Cowboys. Uh, it's a cowboy movie slang. So it's about hackers. Okay. So the people in the black hats are the bad guy, the bad cowboy. The white hats are the good hackers, right. like the sheriff that comes into town on the white horse, the white, white hat. Because, yeah. yeah. of course, it wouldn't be the black hats are the good guys and the white hats are the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. Gandalf right. has a white horse. Yeah. Oh, he does. <laughs> well, in the second movie. Yeah. All right. So it recently came out that Marriott Hotels... Uh, had a massive hack f- since 2014. 500 million customers had all Wait, of their many? information. 500 Marriott, 500 right, million Marriott, Marriott I, I hotel customers. Ago, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a big, do- big news, but it finally came out that it was the Chinese black hat hackers. Damn oh. those Chinese! Yeah, so back to the Chinese. Now, again. were they being incredible. funded by the government? Of course they yeah. were, because they're all funded by the government. Yeah. And I did a deep dive on hackers there, boys. It's going to be a hacker-heavy podcast right here. Okay. So this hack started in 2014, and it, became, it began right after the U.S. Government of Personnel Office Management, OPM, which is where <laughs> this was like one of the biggest hacks in American history. That was also the Chinese. So these were like coordinated attacks. It was at the same time Jesus as Christ. the the the, uh, fo- uh, the 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 twenty first century Fox hacks, wasn't it? Uh, no, this is no. a little bit a uh, little bit after that, I think. Okay. Uh, that was actually the North Koreans who did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I still can't. Believe who are controlled by the Chinese, <laughs> but. I still can't believe half a billion people. I mean, if you walk into a Marriott hotel, a very well-known name in a good hotel, you don't expect when you give your passport to them to be, you know, under some kind of surveillance from, well, foreign authorities. Well, all this yeah, information gets stored insane. somewhere. Yeah, like, so you got... It's a prestigious name in hotel chain. But also the Marriott is occupied by all the wealthy. Like, they're the ones... And also government of. officials right. traveling so around. the target is what you're saying. You got exactly. the somewhere, boys? Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. some coke down here. Mm. Wait, so these half a billion people, how are they at risk? All right, so we had uh, uh, names, passport numbers, Jeez. addresses, phone numbers, birth mm-hmm. dates, email addresses. Everything. What? So basically everything you want to know about a person. Yeah. Ooh, buddy. That's a lot of info, man. But yeah. It's like it's it's even like when you book a hotel, why do you need to leave so much information? I guess the problem here is the passport number, right? When you rever- you normally when you reserve a hotel, you have to give your passport. And if they have your passport number, they automatically have all of your information, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's no way around that. 
No, because a lot of a lot of places actually require hotels yeah. to take passport information. So yeah. So speaking of Chinese uh, hackery, uh, the U.S. Trade Representative report came out recently that uh, they think that it costs Americans over between two hundred twenty-five to six hundred billion dollars worth of intellectual property that is just lifted oh, yeah. so hackers yeah. just going into companies and stealing information is this per year or is this per just- year so between 200 and 600 billion dollars a year but what is intellectual like intellectual yeah. property is in like uh, exactly? yeah so that let's say uh, I'm actually gonna yeah, like we potentially can skip useful personal data which could be a, a value yeah. to other yeah so like things like steel companies uh, check this out so last week it also came out that the hacker Chinese hackers also hit Navy contractors American Jesus. Navy contractors uh, stealing uh, missile anti-ship missile do data do not trust <laughs> the Chinese oh my god They're crazy. trust the people not the country like oh my goodness the people are delightful, but the country is fucked, man. They I mean, isn't fucked. that crazy that the Chinese have now have information to do with the U.S. Navy and military through a hotel scam, essentially a big hacking yeah. circle. Yeah, but and past even like intellectual property, like I, I I was reading the other day, just just how much like graphics and logos and art and everything the Chinese steal and just use in oh, China, yeah. like the amount of like. I'm losing my words. No, it's cool. I know exactly what you mean. Knock off China. Like, everything is not original, essentially. Everything is just stolen and plagiarized. the amount of plagiarism. Absolutely. Well, yeah, if you don't have any sort of private property rights, it's like, why would you? But even if you do, why wouldn't you steal? Like, why why wouldn't you steal? I mean, the the messed up thing about this is, is that it's all government directed. All right, so take a look at this building here, fellas. Right. Now, that looks like a regular regular Chinese building, right? Sure. This is a building in Shanghai. It's full of hackers, isn't it? It is full of hackers (laughs) called the PLA Unit 61398, or Leo E. San Joe Bob. Boudouet, oh, aka wow, the nice. comments group. Ooh. You know, I bet they're not windows. I bet they're just big, uh, big black. You can't, cans. yeah, you can't Absolutely. get in there. Those hackers have no light, and that that is armed to the teeth. Though, it's surrounded by military. I imagine yeah. it's twelve floors high. It's got one hundred thirty thousand square feet of space. So they're thinking it could be about like two thousand hackers that are just in there. Oh, and there's all no intel. Day. We just know that that is a building. Well, we do have some intel. Mm. This is also kind of interesting. So this is some CNN reporters after this uh, some some info came out about PLA Unit Six One Three Nine Eight. Yeah. And they tried to get up close to the building right. and check out what happens to them. They're getting chased oh, down wow. by Chinese military. Yeah, let <laughs> oh my run. god, let him run. Wait, so this footage is of CNN from the safety of a vehicle, but they have yeah. police running alongside. An army, army. Army. Look at that. Oh yeah. my god. And, they see and them check with it cameras? out. The CNN guys telling the driver to keep on going, but uh-uh, they get stopped by those oh, guys. No. And what happens? They, to them? they take a lot of their footage. Hmm. They get they have that footage, but. So that just yeah. proves that, that there was something very suspicious happening in that building. Oh, yeah. So their, their footage got deleted. Yeah. All right. So this group is like one of the most notorious groups in China that we know about. It's so shady, man. I've been trying to figure it all out. All cloak and dagger stuff. like, But they've been like implicated in stealing stuff from like Lockheed Martin, which does a lot of oh. like weapons stuff, right? Oh, man. Yeah, Telvent. Yeah, yeah. Like steel companies, like going in 
and seeing how steel companies in America produce steel so they could do it for cheaper and then undercut the American that's steel insane. market. And that's just that's the, that's just the that's wild thing. That's literally funded by the military of China. That's the wild thing about the internet, isn't it? It's like back in the day, if you had your secrets, put them in a briefcase, lock it down, no one's getting them. Yeah. But now it's just like, well, someone who can just type really fast on a keyboard can suddenly <laughs> just yeah. get into your like into your military information, your weapon with like, the, with the right funding from a certain party. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, the messed up thing about this is like, so in spying terms, it's cool for like governments to spy on each other, steal secrets about. That's just spying, right? right. <laughs> the weird thing about China is they go after companies yeah. and then give it to their companies like nobody else is going after like a private company in America mm. to give like somebody to give a guy in England a leg up in the steel industry there was one but I they're saw propping today, up their economy with spying there was one I saw today that um, the, a, a guy at, I don't know the details but there was a Chinese uh, tech developer who had developed this battery for most phones and it was claimed to be completely stolen from American property. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. It sounds to me like the Chinese have no original ideas and they know it, so they go after the most right, successful well, ideas elsewhere and steal them, straight up. Even if there's an IP on that, even if there's paid. Chinese do also invent a lot of things. I mean. Well. They used to. Well. <laughs> Gunpowder, right? Like, the chances are, if you have a good idea these <coughs> days and you pay for intellectual property, even just a few hundred dollars, the Chinese will already know about it and steal it off you and produce it. Because they can. Yeah. They have the factories, they have the people, they have yeah. the spies, they have everything. Well, yeah, so like. On this, like these hackers are crazy arrogant, right? Because mm. they're in this crazy building in Shanghai, surrounded by the Chinese military. We're not getting in there. Yeah. So what they're doing no is, is they're leaving like calling cards in their hacks, yeah. like their QQ numbers. Like that's a that's a messaging service in China. Right. They'll leave their QQ number or their WeChat name Wait, in the hack. You mean the hack? Saying yeah, saying, saying oh, I did you. it. What can like you do? what can yeah. you do about it? What can you do? It? Wow. Military protection. Check out okay, this guy. Okay. This guy's okay. ugly gorilla. <laughs> like he just puts his name in it, Wang Dong. Wang Dong. I mean, Wang Jesus Dong. Christ, two two dick puns, to right? Commit computer fraud. And okay. he's just been accessing computers and just leaving his face. Yeah, well, or leaving his name. Le no, leaving his WeChat. his WeChat, which is an ugly gorilla. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. So it's almost like I know what I'm doing is illegal and bad for everyone else but me. But I'm not scared because now on a on a brighter note, I saw the photo below and this is a hilarious story okay so yeah so we talked about black hats now we're going to talk about some white hats in my opinion because this is one of the greatest hacks i've seen in a long time so pewdiepie fans have hacked the wall street journal what yeah yeah now what did the wall street journal originally do all right so what the wall street journal originally did was take a few jokes that pewdiepie did take them out of context like he was in dressed, just the most horrendous fashion. He was right? dressed up like in some like Nazi gear or whatever, making oh, yeah. some Nazi jokes, but like making fun of Nazis. And then the Wall Street reporters, Wall Street Journal reporters, took that out of clip context, sent it to Disney and YouTube, and caught him canned right. from like yeah, these he big lost deals. His license deal and like it was just just disgusting. Kind of reminds me of that Arrested Development episode we saw when Joe was uh, on the news, right? And he was saying, don't make this look like I'm saying I killed so-and-so. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they basically take the, yeah, the part yeah. which... <laughs> yeah, so... It's just, it's just the lowest form of journalism. It's like, report it on is. something that's real. Yeah. Don't don't just falsify news. and Just because, like, if, you, if, you put, if you're a Wall Street Journal and you put an article on the internet 
calling PewDiePie a fascist, then it's going to be number one. That's the and thing. And then you get That's the hits, the you get the money. It's like, just go fuck yourself. Well, because these, these, these pages are nothing compared to PewDiePie. Like, right. the Wall Street it's Journal's true. readership is nothing compared to the almost, like, what, 77 million, million now, yeah, right, by the latest account? T-Series now 76 million. (laughs) Yeah, so one of my favorite parts about this hack was that, all right, so PewDiePie's in this battle with T-Series, this Bollywood YouTube channel. Bitch lasagna. Yeah, bitch lasagna, that's right. So the hackers actually claimed, had the the author by (laughs) T-Series. Oh, no way. This is it. Yeah, so the Wall Street Journal would like to apologize to PewDiePie due to misrepresentation by our journalists. Those who, of whom have now been fired, we are sponsoring PewDiePie to reach maximum <laughs> subscribers and beat T-Series to 80 million. <laughs> we also need your credit card number, expiry date, yeah. and the lucky three digits on the back to win the chicken dinner in Fortnite. It's so, <laughs> chicken dinner in P-U-B-G. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah, know. No, no, that's, chicken that's, dinner, that's, yeah, that's true. true. I've got a T-shirt Fortnite, on the back, yeah. yeah. But, um, it's, well, that's just so funny. Yeah. Uh, just four nice ladies sipping tea. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I'd, I'd for one say subscribe to PewDiePie. Like absolutely, he, yeah. A, he's, he's the independent creator, right? Not corporate, like T series. Yeah. And like, he's held just, he's held that number one subscribed forever. They, he took it off Smosh. Was it like six years ago? It's something ridiculous. Yeah. He's been he's been killing it, and yeah, he's a. I used to dislike him, but he's adapted very much. And I now, think so. Now his his new ideas are fresh. I, I would I, yeah he's got our backing he's got yeah. Traveling Dukes backing yeah. absolutely he does, Dukes it he does it all himself he does all himself that's what's important yeah. these T-series they're like a combination of 50 dancers and choreography and <laughs> well, there 40 million dollars right there yeah. were also a lot of people from India recently that were saying that they uh, created a YouTube account and it automatically subscribed them to T-series oh no see, way oh, really oh there you go and they had to, they had to search Whoa. through and unsubscribe no way so like oh, what's going on some, there some yeah. Indian trickery going well, on is it, <laughs> is it YouTube trying to dethrone PewDiePie well exactly yeah. Yeah. it's nice it's not the Chinese for once well the Chinese don't have YouTube <laughs> oh there you go Hit the uh, that's, that's right yeah. alright so it is Christmas so I thought we'd end with a nice little uplifting story yeah. alright so we have classical music for Thai elephants what <laughs> <laughs> one more time classical music for Thai elephants yeah. no no one more time I can't believe this story. Tell me more. All right, so we have oh this this Jesus guy. Jesus Christ! There's two of us in a piano, right? Yeah. Now. Oh. All right, so this guy is called. Wow, why didn't I put his name up there? It was I up at the I, top. Did I? No, that's the name of the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a 65-year-old. Okay, blind. Pa- Paul, He's blind. Paul Barton is a is British classical pianist, mm. and he has been hired. For Elephant's World, a retirement sanctuary for animals in Western Thailand, mm. uh, and he plays for elderly elephants, classical music. That's, That's just lovely. That's that nice. You see, you see a lot of a lot of um, a lot of problems in the world with mistreating animals, but like then then there's a, there's a retirement sanctuary for elephants. That's, that I mean, I love this caption right here. Lam Duan, a 65 year old blind Thai elephant, is enjoying her lunch, listening to Silent Night being played on a grand piano. I mean, that's a lovely story. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit of cheer. Yeah. Elephants, they got those big. Is it an African elephant? Those big ears. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the well, elephants... I mean, uh, being in Asia, I'd guess an Asian elephant, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, elephants have such big ears, they're going to enjoy classical music. Yeah, especially so, if you're blind. Yeah, so apparently, yeah, there's uh, there's 30 elderly elephants in this little sanctuary, which is so cool. And a dog. 
It's yeah, that little <laughs> dog. That might be uh, the pianist's dog. Maybe. Uh, no, that's a weird thing to say. Is, is there any video uh, footage of this? Like, did they, the elephants oof, always gather around well, the piano when he's playing? Well, let's well, see if Kurt's movie magic can put it Paul into the Barton, video Paul Barton, uh, Thailand. Oh, we have a video of these elephants. Yeah, so Fuck let's it. check out a little, little video. So playing, like, there's enough animal cruelty in the world. It's nice if elephants retire to a sanctuary and a man just wants to play them classical music. Yeah, I mean, it's gotta be it's gonna be kind of soothing for the guy too. It's like yeah, for sure. Yeah, sounds like this. he's got a hidden agenda there. What do you mean he's got a hidden? Why does everything have to have a hidden agenda? It's Christmas time. <laughs> he's just a wonderful have, man. How would a playing, man have a hidden playing, agenda? Playing, playing Bach piano to a blind elephant. This is bullshit, man. How is this bullshit? This is Look wonderful. It. Look clearly it. a green screen. <laughs> oh my god, this is fake as fuck. He's dancing. He's swaying to it. He's just sitting there. No, he's it's, not. He's totally swaying his head to bro, that. Bro, CGI looks very good in the 21st century. Oh, come on, bro. It's clearly like a Jurassic World puppet. Look at this stupid He's literally swaying. <laughs> oh, come get on. Get back to the jungle. Why is your Christmas right spirit, Tom? Damn it. Merry fuck Christmas, off. everybody. All Guys, right. Let's get out of here. I'm done. This is the Traveling Dukes podcast. I tried. I tried to have a nice little story. I enjoyed but it. But you know, whatever. Merry Christmas, everybody. And we'll see you next week in the new year. Bye-bye. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs>